From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for tuning in for Highway 89. Today we're bringing you a preview of Mozart's The Magic Flute, or Die Zauberflute. The director at the UVU Opera Workshop is Isaac Hurtado. Our pianist, our accompanist today, is Valerie Hoffman. It's a two-act opera, and staging a production that was written back in the 1700s sometimes creates some problems. How do we relate to that? And I think you're going to find a very ingenious solution as we talk with some of the cast members and hear some of the music. This is not the usual production where they pull out the pastel silk and the powdered wigs. We'll tell you what it actually is, but let's begin with a song sung by the character Papageno, sung here by Benjamin Perry, Der Vogelfänger bin ich ja, the birdcatcher, that's me. Ich Vogelfänger bin bekannt bei alt und jung im ganzen Land. Weiß mit dem Lochen umzugehen und mich aus Pfeifen zu verstehen. Drum kann ich froh und lustig sein, denn alle Vogel sind ja mein. Der Vogelfänger bin ich ja, steht musik heiße Hopsassa. Ich Vogelfänger bin bekannt bei alt und jung im ganzen Land. Ein Netz für Mädchen möchte ich, ich fing sie dutzend weiß für mich. Dann sperrte ich sie bei mir ein und alle Mädchen wären mein. Wenn alle Mädchen wären mein, so tauschte ich brav Zucker ein, die welche mir am liebsten wär, der gäb ich gleich dem Zucker her. Mein Weib und ich ihr Mann. Sie schlief von meiner Seite ein. Ich liebte wie ein Kind sie ein. The Birdcatcher. That's me, sung by Papageno. He's overheard by a prince, Tamino, who comes and hears the song, and then after fighting a dragon, faints away after hearing from three very mysterious ladies who tell him about a certain queen of the night. And here is O Tremble Not, 
Otsitrenicht as the Queen of the Night chooses Tamino as the one to go rescue her daughter who has been kidnapped. This is sung by Claire Galitely, who plays the Queen of the Night. Bist du ein 
O Zitrenicht, or Tremble Not, sung by Claire Golightly, singing the part of the Queen of the Night. And I always love it when opera singers come, because we don't just hear the music, but I wish everyone could see the expression on the faces. Everyone's living the moment on stage, which you definitely did in character. Claire, thank you for coming and singing. Thanks for having me. So the famous thing about playing the Queen of the Night is the high notes. Yes. So uh, were you worried? Um... Not really, no, because I've sung songs that have higher notes in it, actually, but um, they, it definitely takes a long time to learn how to do that in your voice. So. Well, that's almost dog whistle territory. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're talking a high F. <laughs> yes. And operas weren't written that high mm -hmm. until, until this time, and it was after this opera that they started saying, well, we better divide the sopranos, lyric, dramatic, mm -hmm. coloratura. How do you, what do people say you are? What do you say? Um, a coloratura, definitely. So another thing about this part, because I saw a preview of the performance of the production, is you're singing this while being carried by your three assistants. You're laying sideways on their arms, like people do at wedding photos with the groom <laughs> yes. and the bride. So what was the adjustment learning to hit those high notes while being carried tiptoe by people like that? I sang on my back at the beginning to learn how to support those high notes, uh -huh. that, that, that run. Um, and then when the girls... We're, are holding me, um, I have to use a lot of that support that you do as you're lying down. So that's what helped me the most. <laughs> well, you're senior in vocal performance from Bountiful. Uh, you've played Despina in Cozy Fantute. Mm -hmm. And I understand you have a dream role. Yes. Tell me about this. It's Lucia from Lucia di Lammermoor. It's a Donizetti opera. And uh, she's a coloratur soprano, and she goes crazy at the very end of the opera. So, so that's the big selling for, for why to play Yes. This. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, the notes are so beautiful, and yeah. How long does it take to memorize an opera when you have a lead role like this? I think it takes a couple of months, unless you're a professional, which I hope to be one day. But um, it definitely took me a couple of months. I... But you also have songs. a full load of studies. Yes, yes. We we got cast in the fall, and um, I sing it throughout that semester, and so. Good. Well, thank you very much, Claire. We're going to hear some more now. This is a song that's famously called Hmm, 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 and I think that translates from German to English quite well. This is a song where Prince Tamino has decided to rescue Pamina. How does he do this? He swiped right on Tinder. Well, almost. They show a picture of her, and he says, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with this. So off he goes, and he decides to take Papageno as a helper, except Papageno is sort of under a spell where he can't speak because he was telling lies. So that's the purpose of the hmm, hmm, hmm. The Queen of the Night's three lady helpers will join in two in this famous quintet from the Magic Flute. Die Schuss so 
is from the Magic Flute, and there were many kisses blown at the end of that. And Tamino, the prince, takes off with Papageno with the help of a magic flute, and in most productions, a set of bells. But what happens in this one? What is the gift? Instead of bells, Papageno has a boombox, like from the <laughs> 80s. And this is a little bit of a hint. Let me just say the quintet was Esteban Senzig, Tamino, Benjamin Perry, Papageno, and the Queen of the Night's three ladies, Jana Conrad, Ashley Shami, and Carly Beckert. So, full disclosure, Ben is my son. Hi, Dad. <laughs> and so, usually my questions would be, are you from a musical family, or how does your family feel about you studying music? But... Very supportive, actually. Oh, good yeah. answer. Good answer. <laughs> so, Ben is a junior majoring in vocal performance at UVU, a student of Reed Criddle. He's the assistant conductor of the UVU Men's Choir and the UVU Chamber Choir. So tell me about this setting and the whole New York milieu. Yeah, so it is set in Brooklyn in the 1980s, and instead of... So Mozart put some like masonry kind of mm -hmm. in this, and our our Imagineer, as it were, Dr. Isaac Hurtado, wanted to bring out that that masonry. And one place that is found is in the Mafia. So this whole show is actually it actually occurs in the streets of New York. There are characters that are mobsters um, instead of a dragon. It's a group of thugs. Papagino, instead of catching birds, he's kind of a bum on this on the street with bird poop on his trench coat, <laughs> trying to recruit people for the lady of the night. So it's a very interesting and more contemporary setting. There's some FBI agents, and I, I just think it's real interesting. It's sung in German, but the dialogue, because this is an early opera, a Zingspiel, where there's spoken lines. It's done with like this Brooklyn accent. What are you gonna do about it? I mean, come on. <laughs> and so I was thinking, guys and flutes. What is the what is the show that I'm seeing? But I thought it was really interesting that that we get that modern look to it, and maybe a, I think the director was finding a way that we could relate to it. I should mention Isaac Hurtado, the director. The reason he's not here is this is double cast. The other cast is rehearsing even as we speak. The as moment speak. we're done. You guys are running back to rehearse before the opening. Let me just ask you a little bit about learning an opera as compared to a, being in a musical or singing with a choral group. What are the different demands that you find as you're rehearsing this? Singing in an opera is definitely different from um, singing in a choral setting. One, you're not really trying to blend so much. I mean, in the quintet, we were obviously trying to blend some, but the sound is much different, so the rehearsal is much different. Typically, with choir, they don't make you stay till 10 p.m. every night this week <laughs> to rehearse. <laughs> but yeah, it's very different. I'd say it's more intensive as far as learning the music, singing in an opera. 
opera. I just wonder if I'd be exhausted at the end of every... It just seems like so much support. <laughs> that's why I come home so exhausted every night. <laughs> okay. That's the excuse. I've been singing <laughs> in opera all day. Thank you. We're going to hear another piece now. This is Ah, uh, I Feel It. It has disappeared. And this is... Oh, this is one of the saddest songs in all of opera because Pamina has fallen in love with Tamino and then they go through several trials and one of his trials is silence. He can't say anything to her. She comes in to sing to him and he says nothing and she feels rejected. And of course in the audience, we know the real reason, but we see the dramatic pain. This is opera after all, folks. So here is Sarah Fraser singing the part of Pamina.
Ach, ich fühl's, es ist verschwunden. I feel it, it has disappeared, said Arya Sarah Fraser singing Pamina. We're bringing you a preview of the magic flute put on by the UVU Opera Workshop, and I'm speaking now with Janet Conrad, who is one of the three ladies who, I, I have to say, ladies of the night with the queen of the night. Yes, that's right? pretty fun. <laughs> And Janet, you returned to school after many years because you took time to raise four kids. Yep, uh, this four la sons. Last semester in UVU's opera scenes, you sang the part of Mimi from La Boheme, recently performed your junior recital. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, before this, had you always loved opera or when did you actually connect with it? Really recently. I mean, I knew about opera and I kind of liked it, but I didn't love it until I went back to school this last couple of years. And what made the difference? Um, singing it, learning about it, studying it, mm. all of that. So do you have a favorite moment in the Magic Flute? For your part, for the three ladies? For the three ladies? Oh, we have so much fun. There's one part where we each grab like an arm or a leg of Tamino. He's passed out. And then we walk around with them and we spin them around and then we turn around and spin them the other way and we're kind of possessive of them and we each kind of want a little piece of them. So the poor actor has to just be just... limp as you drag him around the stage. <laughs> I know we're terrible to him. It's really funny. And I think I think that's my favorite part. Let me ask you this. Everyone thinks, oh, opera, it's so loud. But when you're on stage and you're focusing all your sound out, can you hear everybody else on stage? Yep, I can hear everybody else on stage, but it does... It doesn't feel as loud in, in that big space as it feels, you know, in a small space, obviously. You know, it's really, uh, through the decades, through the centuries, an athletic event to get someone out there to project that much with no microphones. And we're not used to that today, going to performances where the person has to do all of that work. I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So are the boys coming to see mom? They are coming. They are so excited to see their mother be a lady of the night. That's <laughs> okay. probably their only chance. I wasn't going to ask it quite that way, but I did wonder. <laughs> Good. Janet Conrad, thank you so much, Janet. We are going to end with a highlight moment, the one we heard before from Pamina. She'd had sort of a bad day even before her boyfriend rejected her because her mom said, by the way, here's a knife. You have to stab the other guy, my rival, or I reject you, you know, as moms do. And so here is that famous moment. Hell's vengeance boils in my heart. Claire Golightly again as the queen of the night with this famous, famous aria.
Hölle racht kocht in meinem Herzen. Hell's vengeance boils in my heart. Claire Galitely playing the Queen of the Night. I should mention that this is the UVU Opera Workshop. They're giving us a live performance here. We always come to you live from Studio 6 here on Highway 89. A big thank you to all of our singers, glorious music, more information about the Utah Valley University and their music and voice programs, including the Opera Workshop, is online at uvu.edu slash music. Special thanks to the opera's director, Isaac Hurtado, for arranging tonight's performance, and Valerie Hoffman, the accompanist. If you're listening at home or just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the first part again or share it, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite, film and photography by Abby Vance, and our show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.